Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. Marcus and I have a special episode for you today. We are sitting down with five of the top pizzas in Miami. We thought this was relevant for a few reasons. First of all, there's a lot of people coming into town for Wadapalooza uh, this coming week. And if you're looking for a good pizza place to go to, hopefully this gives you some ideas. In addition to that, we took some heat for our pizza box theory. We put out um, the Andrew Tate fans came after us because he did not, in fact, get busted by a box of Jerry's pizza. So more on that in the episode. Uh, we go over a few other things that are topical right now, uh, but you'll have to check out the episode to see those as well. As always, make sure you screenshot this episode while you're listening. Tag me, tag Marcus, tag Hybrid Unlimited and you will automatically be entered in a draw to potentially win some hybrid legacy brand apparel, which is the official apparel of hybrid performance method as a whole, as well as the hybrid unlimited podcast. While you're at it, check us out at hybridstrengthcoach.com. We have every program under the sun, everything from strongman, weightlifting, powerlifting, to general fitness, CrossFit, everything in between. Check us out. You won't be disappointed. You can try seven days free. Again, that's at hybridstrengthcoach.com. Sit back, relax, enjoy another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. We want to give a shout out to our incredible sponsors for the podcast, Element. Chances are you're not getting enough electrolytes or salt in your diet. Element is an electrolyte supplement that contains no added sugar, no artificial ingredients, and no BS. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially if you sweat a lot during your training. Having the right levels of sodium, potassium, and magnesium flowing through your system will not only help combat fatigue and brain fog, but it can seriously improve your performance in the gym. But don't just take our word for it. Athletes in the NFL, NBA, NHL, US Olympians, and members of the Special Forces are all drinking Element to get their electrolyte intake on point with the most delicious powder on the market seriously these flavors are insane my personal favorite is citrus salt element is giving our listeners a special offer head over to the link in our show notes or ig to get a free gift with your purchase courtesy of our friends at element again the link is drinkelement.com hybrid that's drink slash hybrid stay salty and now back to the show. So I'd like to start off this episode with a formal apology <laughs> to all the Andrew Tate fans we offended when we spoke about the pizza box as a theory for his uh, arrest. Mind you, it was a theory. And we're going to dedicate this whole episode to hashtag Pizzagate. Yeah. Sin- well, since well, not the Pizzagate, <laughs> but like the new one. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> it's been multiple at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so now that we know no trouble can come from a pizza box, we have got five of the highest rated pizzas in Miami. And we are going to do a taste test for you guys and give our rating of all five. I do want to make note, though, I tried to get Miami Slice. <laughs> I know. We'll get we'll there. Get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, oh my Miami Slice is my all-time favorite, and I was driving to get it today, and it's closed. On a Tuesday? I guess. For what reason? It just said closed today, so I just turned around. They're like, we made enough money this week. Yeah, well, they're pretty, like, they only open at 5 p.m., you can't order takeout. To do takeout, you have to go there. And if you go there, you can only get pizza by the slice. So if you want a full pie, you have to take it to go. 
Can you imagine? So, there's a lot of rules. It's very soup Nazi like. It's a very specific <laughs> way things have to go, but they do do something that's great. Okay. So when you're waiting in line on the street, because you can't wait in line in the restaurant, it's too small. Mm-hmm. They have a cooler outside, and the cooler just says line beers. Are they free? No. That sucks. But you can buy a right. beer while you're in line to pass the time, pretty which is genius. nice. Where is that place? Um, That is downtown. Oh, it's, really? Um, it's probably I've never been. There's that breakfast place. It's in the bottom of uh, an apartment building, and then... Dude, I'm so bad with uh, yeah with uh, landmarks and stuff, but there I used to. Well, that's good for all the Wadapalooza people coming down here. Yeah, well, shout out to all the Wadapalooza people. When you're done competing, if you're looking for good uh, pizza spots, or if you're a spectator visiting and you want to know what the best pizza spots are, it's not Paleo though. It's not Paleo, but I don't know if CrossFitters are like big on the Paleo. Is that anymore. that still a thing? I don't know, but Probably if you're not Paleo and you want to get some badass pizza you're gonna find out what the best ones are on this episode i, mean, I guess you could walk there in your barefoot shoes or barefoot <laughs> not here are you kidding to... me no you'd get so much glass in oh your my feet. god walking on the streets of miami <laughs> barefoot is a dangerous sport that might as well be a crossfit event do you remember when i fell skateboarding you broke your ankle right oh no not that one. Oh, it was the time i used to let dexter oh yeah my dog pull me on the the longboard mm-hmm and I, I uh, had to bail off the longboard, but obviously he can run way faster than me. So the speed I was being pulled yeah. at was faster than I could run. I jumped off and my feet couldn't keep up and right. I fell and I friggin' that's where I got that oh, scarf yeah. from. And I have another big one on my <laughs> knee. I fell in a bunch of glass and got all sliced You got up. a lot of flack for that, remember? You guys were living down in the Grove and you were... Uh... You guys were you were running the Dexter around on the on the little scooter, right? The amount of you got of, called for animal abuse. They threatened the the police threatened. I was like, really? Yeah, because I used to. For those who don't know, I had a motorized scooter that I would take him out on to tire him out because he's a German short-haired pointer. They run like a marathon a day when they're working dogs in the field, and uh, he's just not a dog that can sit in the house. He'd get anxious, he'd freak out, he'd wreck stuff. So I had to run him couple times a day, a day you mm-hmm. know like miles yeah and i'm not running miles a day and certainly not at the pace that he can so i would get this motorized scooter sit on it hop on the back have him attached with a leash and he would just lead the way and i'd follow behind him he's sure. on a long leash yeah you know it, it, it was super safe but everyone would freak out i had all these like uppity neighbors being like oh it's animal abuse you're gonna kill the dog i'm like what are you talking about you think i'm just sitting on the back of this scooter for my own kicks you yeah. don't think there's something else i'd rather be doing like i'm just i'm not like, training like him for this anything. dog is like a special needs animal <laughs> yeah. like, he needs to be tired yeah he, he this is for him not for me we had this conversation the other night about people buying <clears throat> like we've known some people that have bought like working breed dogs and like i have one that's just yeah anybody who doesn't know friends of the podcast I have a giant schnauzer. It's a pretty rare breed of dog, but they were built for like protection, guard work. They're huge. I mean, he's a monster of a dog. He's got a ton of energy. He's super smart. But like, I have a, I have this serious problem with people buying these dogs and they don't realize like the implication, like Mm -hmm. you get a Husky, like that thing is going to need to work. Like all of these dogs that are like becoming very popular, maybe Malinois, dude, Belgian Malinois, Doberman, you get a Rottweiler, you get German Shepherd, you get a schnauzer. You get any of those dogs, like they're programmed and it's not like you can unprogram to do this no. job because they have a thousand dogs before them and they were all programmed to do like one thing. So like For sure. Dobermans, Shepherds, Schnauzers, guard, protect. 
like they're gonna do that they see somebody they don't like like they're gonna be aggressive because that's what they're bred to do it's not like they're acting poorly because of that and you, mm-hmm. in an urban environment you have to be very conscientious and the people get like the malinois like there's a reason they're the best police and military dogs on earth is because they're just so hyper intelligent but they're very good at like one thing i read that book uh no ordinary dog and the first disclaimer like in the book was don't get this dog as a pet like yeah. it's not what it's for it's a terrible idea well if you want a pet dog you know like or, I be, feel pre- like or pe- be prepared to exercise yeah. it and train do all the things, do something that's like do a all task. things that it needs but so many people just get a dog and then have it and don't train it and it's their consequences they're terrorists yeah well, they think that they are, but the reality is, like, when you have a dog like that, like, you need to figure out a way to employ it. It's a weird thought, but, like, people had these dogs historically to do a job, right? Like, like my dog, you know what they were bred for? No. Originally in Germany, they had the giant schnauzer bred up just to transport money from, like, from from the market back to where these people like lived in Germany? Some No, no, they would wear... The, the history is oh, like in the 1800s, it would wear things around their neck and they would be like holsters for money. So the people would go to market, they'd wow. sell stuff. They'd bring this gigantic, imposing, scary. I mean, they're pretty, they're not a normal looking dog. When you see it, they're like no. pitch black. They're very intense. They've got these crazy eyebrows and it's stuff. Like a, like a sophisticated looking Great Dane. Right. Yeah. But they're, they're like, they bred it up with the Great Dane. So it has a lot of that in its lineage, but just to get the size. They also have like Doberman and Shepherd and stuff. They're a little thicker than the Great Dane, aren't they? The Great Danes are a lot heavier. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot heavier, more health problems, and less lifespan. Which is, I loved. I love them. You know, Jordan just got one. Yeah, just beautiful little it dog. Is a beautiful dog. But they're just they're just different in a lot of ways. They're a lot lazier. They're much more like couch potatoes. And I've actually heard they're great apartment dogs. Really? Yeah, because they're just so lazy. Wow. Well, remember Tony. I heard, I heard the uh, real world tactical oh, yeah. seminar. Oh, he had one. Yeah, but he was telling me it was a terrible apartment dog. He really? said that thing he used to get uh, what he called happy tail, where its tail, when it was really mm. excited or it had a lot of energy or nervous, its tail would wag like viciously. And he said it was to the point where he'd come home and the dog's tail would be like, would have been whacking the drywall. Oh, yeah. And get cut oh yeah and he would wreck the drywall and then also spray blood everywhere so he's like he's like i would come home and it would look like a murder scene well that's why a lot of them crop the tails same with the schnauzer so like giant schnauzers at birth here in america and europe this is completely outlawed by the way like if you go to europe uh any dog you're not allowed to crop the ears or the tail because they think it's inhumane and they're probably right but the way they do it at birth is like pretty painless like it's like a circumcision well they don't even cut it when when the schnauzer at least i know like my breed just pin it uh, well, not with the ears. The ears are like a certain. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it is. It, that's it's fucked up. I wouldn't. I would never do. It. We did it to one of my Dobermans when I was young, and it was like horrific because it did. It came undone once. You had to go get it repinned, and like when they do the tails, they kind of like uh, just kind of tie it off when they're really, really young, and they just kind of fall off. But the same thing would happen. I know with the Schnauzers, they would come out with such big tails that they would actually break them. Like you'll see videos of dogs now that have really long tails. Mm-hmm. They're really like active kind of energetic dogs and they'll just break them. Like they'll be really happy. Like you're talking about the happy tail thing. Oh. They just get broken. So they'll just be like little dangly bits at the end. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's terrible. God. So yeah, I mean, uh, I don't even know where, where we're going with this. Uh, we're, we're here to talk about pizza. Everyone. Oh, well, how do we get on the dogs though? 
I don't know, but we're here to talk about pizza and we're dedicating right. this to hashtag Pizzagate. So I know that we put up a post recently about the Andrew Tate saga. The story is that he didn't get busted. Uh, it was apparently a journalist that was in question that uh, who has some kind of questionable background. Right. And uh, this particular journalist misreported the story as as it goes. So all of our friends on the Internet. Yeah, he's uh He's just in traffic on regular old uh, sex trafficking and organized crime charges. He got arrested the old-fashioned way. Shout out Jerry's Pizza, by the way. We couldn't get them here for this because <laughs> it was it would have been a bit of a, a hike. By the way, I wonder if they're like super popular now. If like the cult I'm sure. lore has. It looks like he's had hair replacement. Really? Well, the last picture I saw that, that he was just posting, it looked like uh, it looked like he had hair transplant. Let's see. Are you looking up? It's not very, that's not very macho. Um, Hashtag the Cobra. <laughs> Anyways, right, the well, guy's in jail waiting on. There's more on that, but should we try our first uh, slice? Yeah, I think we should dive right in. So right. first one up. Um, Mr. 01. Mr. 01 is a chain, but it's also one of the highest rated here in Miami. And they've got a bunch. So shout out the Grove. They got one here in Midtown. These guys are expanding, but we got Mr. O1's Extraordinary Pizza. So we're going to go through this. This is uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool rated this the highest out of all the Miami pizza joints. Really? At, at least at the time that he rated Mr. O1. He's got a lot of places to cover, by the way. I know. There's a big pizza we scene didn't, here. My, my two favorites, we don't even have them here because they're probably too far away. We'll have to, maybe we'll have to do another Next one. Time. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to go dive into Mr. O1. So we're going to do a, we're going to, I'll let you go first, but we're going to do one bite um of the cheese and one bite of the crust we're gonna rate this on a scale of one to five this is i think our thinnest crust george is involved the he, he might be the tiebreaker on this of the day. Right. it's thin not too much cheese, not too much tomato sauce. A little floppy for my liking. I don't know. There's not a lot to it, huh? This is just plain old cheese. We're doing all cheese, right? Yeah, I think that's the only way to make it fair. Because, to be fair, actually, Dave Portnoy, the pizza that he rated for Mr. 01 was um, their star pizza, which is the one that they're famous for. But, you know, I think if we're going to do, we're going to do apples to apples. That's the one. And cheese is like, you know what the thing is about cheese pizza? I always order cheese pizza when we do like a group order with a bunch of people. And everyone's like, no, I want Hawaiian or I want this or whatever. They have a million different, everyone gets their crazy pizza. And then everyone friggin' ends up eating my damn cheese pizza. <laughs> it's like cheese is always safe and you know it's going to be good. Even like the worst cheese pizza is still decent. Yeah. And people get sick of it. You can't eat a whole pizza of like meat lovers. No, because it's low quality meat. You eat a whole pizza of meat lovers? That's, wow. that's really? insane. You're okay with the quality of the meat, the sausage, the bacon, the ham? It, it all blends into each other. Oh, man. I, that's too much. You're I could do like a disposal. I could do like a slice whoa, of meat whoa. lovers and then I have to. You're violating back. the rules. <laughs> I took an extra bite too. Oh, my God. It's just chaos. All right. But wait, wait, wait. Before we oh, go, yes, the rating. I'm gonna give that. I mean, that's just. I'm gonna give it. We're doing it out of five, right? Yeah, we're gonna go out of five. I give that two and a half. Wow. Two and a half. It's, yeah, it's decent. It's decent. I'm gonna give it a three. 
A three? A I'm going to give it a three. Well, like, it's just average, right? It's right down the middle. This is, all right, but to oh, be five? fair, it's with this place, this is not the pizza made with love. This is no. not their their top star pizza. No, the star pizza is the star. Oh, really? It's actually pizza. called It's star. called the star pizza, okay. yeah. It's shaped Can like we... a like a star. All right, before we jump into the next news bit, I want to yeah. do a, uh, this actually to me is the most important of the taste test. I want to do a Pepsi Max taste test. This, to me, is the, the, the bastard little brother of Coke Zero. I'm a huge Coke Zero fan. I honestly it's a little guilty pleasure. I cannot tell the difference if I'm being honest. This, yeah, it tastes the same. This me. is awful. <laughs> it tastes exactly compared to Coke Zero. <laughs> I know people are gonna kill me for this, but uh, I cannot tell the difference. Also, Ugh. there's people out there who say they can tell the difference between Heinz ketchup and other ketchups. Yeah, no, I, can, I can't. How about you? You can tell the difference between American Heinz ketchup and European Heinz ketchup. What's the difference? It just feels like actual tomato what the is the european one feels like I, well because i think it tomato? is yeah i think because in europe they have actual standards for their food <laughs> yeah. here it's just, just like ketchup. cheapest thing possible yeah like plastic all right goo yeah so i'm, I'm also gonna go coke zero versus pepsi max where coke zero is a five this is getting like a two this is just like soda water and they tried to flavor it and they just didn't I, do a good job i feel like they're just both vibes for me they're great i like them both i disagree with you completely <laughs> Sorry, man. All um, right, where do, are we disposing of this? We need a. Uh, what can we do? Hold on, I'll get something. Or maybe let's use the. This uh, is a professional podcast, everyone, and uh, I have to tell you, this pizza, it's not. It doesn't cut it. Here, doesn't cut it. All right, George inhaled it. You want a second, George? Huh? You want a second? No, not a two and a half. Not on that. No, two. two? All right, so two, two, two. I gave it a three. Maybe I'm being a bit generous. But I got give it two and a half. You call me the nice one on the podcast. Well, then we average out. All right, wait, what's the next news story? Because we got to well, okay, so, mixing. So Andrew Tate. It's like the variety hour of this <laughs> <yeah>. podcast. <laughs> so Andrew Tate was, uh, apparently he was released and allowed to go to the hospital for some illness. And uh, I didn't know what the illness was. I don't know if it, uh, if it. Air like, transplant. Said. I mean, look at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know his hair. There were people online speculating that it was uh, asthma because he's asthmatic. Is he? It's not yeah. very alpha. I know. That's not very alpha at all. Yeah, it's pretty beta, actually. <laughs> to just be struggling to breathe. Damn, dude. Um, What's he got in his hand? I, think I was just gonna say. You think? Yeah. I was about to say Bible, but yeah, he converted. Yeah, he did. He's uh, Islamic now. Yeah. Interesting. Um, he. So anyways, he gets let out, whatever. I thought it was it was a way for him. He was going to try to milk it to stay out so he could um, spend as few days as possible of the 30 in prison. Apparently, the Romanian authorities disagreed. They brought him back. Well, and then he, <laughs> he appealed the 30-day thing as well. Yeah, and they probably said no to that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder on what grounds like he, he appealed it. There – so – for people, you know, there was a lot of, of people commenting uh, and saying different things about Romanian law and, you know, where we got things right and wrong and all that stuff. So I actually went to YouTube and watched a video where a Romanian lawyer broke down how all of this works over there. And I guess if you're charged, um, they can hold you up to 180 days pr uh, pre-trial. Uh, in 
can choose to not grant you bail as I mean, they can do that here, but they, for any crime over there, they can choose to, uh, hold you for 180 days. Uh, max. That's not weird. Well, they can do that here too. Really? Oh yeah. Is if it, you're deemed like a flight risk and you're arrested on some kind of indictment. Well, but if they just don't grant you bail, there's no time limit though. Right. It just well, I don't sometimes think can count as time served if you do get convicted. Depends on the judge. But I think here, if you get incarcerated prior to trial, they can keep you in jail as long as they want pending trial, as long as you've been arrested. So they did okay. arrest the guy. So it's actually more lenient there then. I would think the so. Max, yeah. The max is 180. Because I don't think here, if you were put in jail and organized crime charges like that, like they would deem you a flight risk because you have access to money and access to transportation, all that stuff. Like and they're they, not going to let you out. And the Tate brothers have like five different passports. Well, so they say. Yeah. Well, I mean, he grew up in America. He uh, lives in Romania. And he... Um, but doesn't make him any use. So, so he was born in... Uh, he was born in America. Lived in uh, England for most of his life. And yeah. now lives in... So he's a dual Romania. citizen. But then, like, I don't think either of those citizens citizenships would help you versus the other because the United States and the UK have pretty strong uh, treaties with each other and they could probably extradite you real easily no matter what. So if he's in jail in Romania, like that's true. It's not like, it's not like they're going to abide by anything other than EU law and EU law is pretty, you know, it's pretty on par with what the U S is doing in terms of like extradition and things like that. That's true. I'm not a lawyer. So, but yeah, so the, the uh, idea is that, when you detain them, the authorities can do the proper investigation and the pro- uh, prosecution can build a case without you potentially tampering with witnesses or interfering sure. with the case in other yeah, ways, yeah. which makes sense. Um, but I do find it funny how people are like – they talk about Andrew Tate like he's some sort of political figure or like 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 he's making real waves or like influencing government policy or something. It's like why would the Romanian government be after him? for that like for anything all he does is is promote you know men being masculine sometimes in a way that's toxic and and you know brag about how much money he makes and tells you how to be a top g it's like (laughs) top g you know but it's like it's not like the government's like we got to get this this uh misogynist yeah at, at any cost let's build a fictitious no man case. Like, like, look like, even in america there's plenty of those people running around it's not uh oh yeah 100%. it's not it's not the you know the target of the government like if you're like the government you're going after people like sbf and people that are actually like causing like public harm you know the 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 bar is set pretty high to have any kind of serious government investigation come after you because it dedicate a lot of time and money and resources to investigate you, build a case. Mm-hmm. I mean, that takes so much effort on their part. Yeah. I don't think they would just screw around and like, Oh, we're going after this random American man who lives here and you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I think he's a, he's small, uh, small potatoes. I mean, really he is on the internet people, you know, this is the funny thing. And I know you and I are exposed to this pretty heavily through the world of fitness, but People on Instagram probably have an inflated sense of self-worth because of their feedback on social media and likes sure. and stuff like that. But like if you were to see probably most influencers just walk around the street, do you think you'd recognize them? Not unless it's someone who I was actually very interested in their content. You How know many people I mean? is that? Not many. Right? So like then think about the other 99% of people out there that just work a normal job and they go to work and they come home and they have a family. Like 
they're not like recognizing Mr. Beast on the street. <laughs> yeah, right. Like well, maybe their kids. He's are. the most regular looking guy on planet Earth. Yeah, if I walked by him on the street, I'd be like, oh, if you yeah, had to like, right. if you had to like show aliens an Earthling. He's just like the average of all earthlings. He's <laughs> yeah. so right yeah. in the middle, right? Like he's not fat. He's yeah. not fit. He's not. Well, you'd recognize The Rock. For Chris sure. Pratt, you'd recognize. You know, Mel Gibson, you'd recognize. You know, Bruce Willis, you'd recognize. All the huge, like real celebrities, for sure. But like a guy with a million or a girl with a million followers or a guy with a million followers on Instagram, yeah. like you're probably not going to pick them out on the street and be like, oh my God, that's Lovey Bunny X99. <laughs> like there's, unless you are like an enormous person or you have something about you that really sticks out. Like I'd recognize Bradley Martin. If he's right. Well, he's just street. a huge, he's just huge. Right. Yeah. Or like, I'm sure there's a lot of like female internet superstars that would get recognized by a lot of dudes for various reasons. But like <laughs> for beyond reasons. that, you know, they're probably like not getting recognized. He'd probably get recognized because he's a probably a gigantic tall dude. I think he's like six, five or something like that. Oh, is he? Wow, yeah, he's pretty tall. It's a big dude. Yeah, I mean, you probably check him out on the street, but all right, we're gonna move on. We're going right. to uh, Miami's. This one's up in my hood, actually. This is right down East the street. From okay, yeah, this was your recommendation. You want to do the honors? Yeah, let's crack open the up. box. East Side Pizza. Oh wow, they're like half of a pizza <laughs> each, though. Look at that thing. Just so you guys see this? <laughs> this is big as my head. Holy crap! All right, so. It's huge. There's definitely more tomato sauce in this one. And it's thicker. Mm, that tomato sauce is solid. This one's got some flavor to it. I'll tell you. It's got a proper thin crust. Great crunch. Great crunch. I'll tell you. Almost a little... I mean, this is just a personal preference. But I do like it a little doughy. It's a little almost too crackery for me. And disclaimer, they've been sitting here for about a half hour. That's true as well. We're not uh, we're not on the, the tip of the spear, so to speak. Do I give this one a shot? Do I give this one a shot? He thinks I have germs. You know what? I'm a fan. I'm going four pizzas. Four? I'm going Whoa, four pizzas. That's a huge one. I'm going four pizzas. I'll give this one. Yeah. This is good. That's a solid three and a half pizzas. All right. For me. We're making progress. It's three and a half. This is good. There's love in it. George can't weigh in on this one, unfortunately. What do you think, George? Just by the shape. The triangularity of the pizza. Look at the angles. George's a hater. The sauce on that is actually really good, though. I'm going to eat that one later. Yeah, I'll keep that. All right. All right, so Eastside Pizza. You know what? Of all the pizzas, I asked, <laughs> tried to get my dad to come on and do this. I told him we put him in a muscle shirt, and he was just like, I can't be on camera. I'm like, what do you mean you can't be on camera, Dad? That'd be the point. Is you don't want to be there. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We should have found a way he to... He wouldn't do it. We should have blackmailed him. Oh, my God. He just went... He's, he's grumpy and old. He, he just... I couldn't get him to, but I'll try. That was pretty good. Um, that was the one he recommended. Your dad? Yeah, I asked him. I was like, yeah, we're doing this thing this week. Any pizza spots you'd recommend? And he's like, East Side Pizza. You've had that before or no? I've never had it. Oh, okay. So you're coming in fresh too. I'm coming in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So the next. 
<laughs> this sponsorship. This is great. <laughs> Cocaine. Oh my! I didn't even notice that. Maybe that's the reason that the cartel guy just got arrested. He got found out. So you can't sponsor Dana White, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so the next thing in the story is uh fight sports world which was another fun topic uh so it might be a little controversial but there was a video recently of dana white in a club uh, apparently intoxicated getting into was an altercation with in his Mexico, wife right i don't know where <laughs> it wasn't in the u.s it was i think it was mexico i could be wrong he though. uh apparently got into an altercation whilst inebriated uh Got into a little fight. Let's pull up the video. Um, and this one's weird because, I mean, if you were to ask me, like, I'm 100% on the side of, like, no matter what, you're not touching a woman. That's right. I think that's the rule. I don't know if you can even disagree with that anymore. But to me, like, you can't lay hands on a woman ever for any reason. Did you ever like, see the old Sean Connery video where he talks about how you can? Yeah, well. <laughs> and he doubles down. Yeah. So, like years later, he goes on another interview and he's like, no, I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah, you're going to put him in check. <laughs> oh, God. That's like, well, Sean, okay. times have changed. So clearly in the video, you see things are getting heated. He's They're trying to de-escalate it there. He's holding her hand so she can't slap him. And then he's, she's crying. I, I would love something. to know what, yeah, well, he gets, damn, He she got. She got a hole. Ooh. He smacks her right back. I love the <laughs> this the little subtitles here. Damn, smacks damn, her one more two time. Times. That's a combo. Let's see what happens after that. Oh, oh some pushing and shoving. I mean, she on. gets another hit in on him too, it looks like. Oh. And then he's just like, oh boy, that's not good. I gotta back off. Dude, you gotta know when you're that famous. You yeah. can't do anything ever. I mean, she, she got a good hit on him. She definitely got the uh, the better of the exchange. Yeah, there, it looks like. But he's huge. I mean, the guy's what two fifty. Like, come on. Is he that big? Well, let's see. We got tail of the kid. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> right. We got tail of the tape here, sponsored by cocaine. Oh my god! Because you yeah. know what that's about? Because Dana just either yesterday or today he posted on his Twitter. Because you know how he bought that slap fighting league. Mm-hmm. He posted about the event that's about to happen like the first slap fighting event did he post this no this was the comment section on that twitter post was (laughs) insane and it's like dude you set yourself up for that one you can't slap your wife and then announce the slap fighting league that you just bought's first event all in the same week like well devil's advocate here like i get that oh yeah he's wrong gen 18 like he should have just taken that to the face and be like all right like, but they were probably drunk. We don't know the context of it, but the you and your wife slapping each other was a good commercial for the power slap contest. You know Congrats. what's funny though? I don't think you're gonna see any uh, fighters commenting on this at all. No, I mean he writes their checks. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> this is great. So obviously the internet went to work on this and uh, made some great memes. Is oh, it Dana? Or no, that was Nate Diaz. Diaz slapping him. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. I think his wife got him better than Nate did. Yeah, that might be a 10-9 round for his wife. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so the, here, let's see. The memes are fantastic. The, some of the memes. Go back up to the... That was Greg Hardy who uh, got in <clears throat> trouble for... Uh, you were pretty badly beating a chick up, I think. And yeah. then... Is there a John Jones version of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's not good. That's uh. 
Well, great. You see Greg Hardy, by the way. He went on to uh, boxing, and who did he just knock out? He fought somebody in I don't know. Oh, he fought the guy who was supposed to fight Jake Paul. That Tommy Fury? No. Uh, uh, what's his name? Raman. Hasim Rahman oh, Jr. Oh, Hasim Rahman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that couldn't make weight and they called out the whole fight and all mm-hmm. that. Knocked him out. Oof. Oh, no. Unanimous decision. Never mind. Hasim Run. Yeah. Maybe that guy's a gangster. Yeah. He Well, his dad is was like a like a Hall of Fame boxer or something, Oof. I think. So but, what's your take on this? Obviously, they're drunk. We don't know the context of it. And I think it goes without saying, but I'll say it again. I just can't think, hit women. I like, think nobody should be hitting anyone. Yes. At all. Oh, my God. Is that Larry David as Bernie Sanders? There will be a rematch between you and your wife on Power Slap. Yeah. Uh, Oof. This is a tough one. Yeah. Don't hit people. You know what? This This is like obviously really sad that this order events happened, but he got really lucky. He just brought more attention back to it with this power slap thing, like maybe you should have postponed the uh, event, but um, the timing of the Buffalo Bills player who collapsed on the field, that was right around the same time. And that just took over the news. Yeah. So this would have been like headlines of everything except that happened. And people were focused on that because football is like the biggest, See, I think the, it, the thing that makes it a little bit less controversial and like the kind of, the social media devil's advocate position is like, well, the guy is the head of the biggest fighting organization on earth. Like, what do you expect? You, yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> like, well, don't do that. No. You can't hit your wife. Oh, you know, no. it's, I don't know. Uh, you know, he did, he did, uh, let's make a clip out of this. You let the comment section decide on this video, but you know, this is a controversial one. He, uh, really got out ahead of it though i think he just straight up left wherever they were called tmz and put in his statement because it was out immediately and his wife's statement was exactly the same will you go yeah. back to that meme we had of the well maybe they both realized his, that his they, wife they screwed up him you know the one that we had saved because like she did hit him first and maybe she also came out and was like oh, oh that's a bad look and i don't want to ruin my husband's career <laughs> look and at like- this one so this was her statement she goes Dana and I have been married for almost 30 years to say this is out of character for him is an understatement. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Unfortunately, we were both drinking too much on New Year's Eve and things got out of control on both sides. We've talked through this uh, as a family and apologized to each other. I just hope people will respect our privacy for the sake of our kids. And then it's got a picture. It's Dana wife and his wife and he's someone's edited in. I think the gun's photoshop. Yeah, a gun way. pointed think, to her head. I mean, that's poor trigger safety, number one. Oh, yeah. Bad trigger discipline. Yeah. That's what I meant but, to say. Um, yeah, that's no good. Don't uh, Let's see the tail of the tape again. That was a good one. I think we should reiterate Look at that his weight. sponsored by cocaine. Age he, 53, he, height 1.8 meters, weight fat. Also, she doesn't weigh <laughs> 170. Look at her. She's straw weight at best. <laughs> Maybe they looked up what her actual uh, body weight was. I mean. I wonder whose body that is. They That looks like Costanza. <laughs> looks exactly oh, like George. Does. I wonder who those, the, the actual people are underneath I that. I don't know. It's terrible. That's unreal, It's so bad. I mean, you can't do that. <sighs> All yeah. right. Well, uh. Dana, behave. You know, you got a whole thing under you. People are talking about getting paid more. Yeah. But be on your best oh. behavior. If you and if you guys want a good documentary, uh, I just watched it on YouTube. It's called Dana, uh, the world's most controversial CEO, Dana White. Pretty interesting. You think he is? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. That's just the title of the thing. But yeah. he does have a wild story. Like they, UFC was on the brink of bankruptcy a number of times. It almost got sold uh, like way early on. Dana got run out of Boston by the mob. Like there's a whole. I feel like Elon takes the cake though. Seriously, world's most controversial CEO. Like right now. Well, yeah, and he has real, real world impacts. Yeah, yeah, he's got some power out there. Yeah. If yeah. the UFC collapsed, we just would watch boxing instead or Bellator or something. Yeah. But if, but Elon, you know, he's got he's got some. You know, the future of humanity might be riding on them. Yeah. Well, let's go to Mars. All right. I'm ready. You book me on a flight, man. I'm, you want to take try, me and Luke? Uh, the next one. Yeah. Where are we going? Well, that one's Zazzy's and that one's 11th Street. No, we got to just go down the line. So we're going through 11th Street Pizza. Yeah. Where is this one in Miami? I actually don't know. It, well, actually, I do know. It says on the box. It's at 1035 North Miami Avenue. Yeah, so it's like downtown. I've never been to it, but yes. I mean, you're the, the real estate guy. You know where everything downtown. is. Downtown. Yeah, downtown All right. Miami. All right. So Let's crack that one. Let's get some satisfaction here. All right. That's first a, things first. It's a good looking pie. It's cheesy. It's definitely cheesy. These are big slices, and they're mega cheesy slices, all right? George, you want in on this one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a four slicer. They cut a whole pie into four slices. No? Oh, no. All right. Okay. You know what? Hold on. Commentary at first. Cheese is still in stick form a little bit. I think that's secondary cheese, though. This is double cheese pizza. Yeah, that might be Parmesan on top. All right. I'm interested. All right. Mmm. That is Parmesan. They pre-Parmesan. Mmm. Chewy dough. Chewy dough. It's a little bendy. I think that's from the heft of the cheese. You know, if I had to put my money on this, I'm seeing three cheeses. I'm seeing mozzarella, it does Parmesan. Have a, little, a little flop. Oh, uh, there's a, a lot of flop. flop. Look at this thing. Look at that. 90 degrees. That was pretty good though. The cheese on that one is is really good, but the sauce doesn't quite stack up to East Side. No. I think I'm gonna give that a three point five as well. I think it's about on par, just in a little bit of a different mm. way. And the crust is doughy. The uh, the yeah the crust. Actually, you know what? I might give this a four just because of the crust. Because I do, I like the doughy crust. I'm not I'm, much of a like. I'm gonna a, go right in the middle. I'm cracker like a guy. Three point seven five on this guy. <laughs> three seven five. Well, I like the parmesan. It's a good. It's a good. You know what they they used decent uh, decent parmesan. It's not terrible. Too much flop. A little too doughy. Mm. When they make pizzas this big, so I've been like really invested in this Chef's Table uh, pizza series. If you ever get a chance to watch it, what network? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Chef's Table. It's like, it's one of the Chef's Table series. Okay. But they're doing, uh, like, an expose on all these pizza chefs, and, like, dude. Like, I mean, I've had some real good pizza all around the world, but, like, these guys are, like, the superstars of the pizza world. There's some there's some killers out there. <laughs> really? Yeah. And apparently one of them, this guy named Bunchy, an Italian dude from Rome, he had a pizza shop here in Winwood, and he's, like, one of the best in the world. He was, like, a superstar. He still does, or it's gone No, it just closed down. Ooh. I didn't even get a chance to eat it. COVID related? Probably, yeah. Damn. That's right. sad. That's sad when things This is good. I'm going to take some of this home, too. This is, this is fantastic. It's not beating 11th Street yet, but... You mean uh, East Side? All right. You're right. Sorry. Right. 11th Street is not beating East Side yet, but 
it's good. I mean, I like the cheese. They're 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 innovative with the cheese. Yeah, I like that. At the very least. What? Oh my god, look at that. <laughs> it's terrible. That's a great meme though. It's true, right? It's weird how some people kind of get a pass. Like you can say Dana White's getting a hard time right now. The meme for those who can't see it says Greg Hardy <laughs> watching Dana White slap his wife. Uh, Greg Hardy like basically got canceled. Everyone hated him. Every time he would walk out to the octagon, people were booing him. He just became an absolute heel. And it's got the Leo, the Leonardo DiCaprio. It's the meme where he's pointing at the TV like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, and Dana's, I mean, nothing's going to happen. Like you no. said, there's no UFC fighters that are going to be really trash talking. Because they're all looking. They're like, oh, God, he got caught. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> well i mean yeah and, and also not all of them obviously but like no. there's a handful it's a handful though maybe the old speaking of fighting this brings us to our next topic oh, which is kind of ridiculous and i think this is probably the dumbest one we're going to cover <laughs> but it's definitely in the news and something i'm perplexed by is the whole like obsession with british royal family yeah i'm not big on the british royal family to be honest a bunch of mooches that the story's weird though. The actual okay. Well, their story is like not not only as a royal family, but the way that they keep their money and the relationship with the British government, it's like very bizarre to what, me. What what are the what's the Coles notes on all that? Like, all right, so obviously British royal family, you know, ruling kings, monarchs of England for the last I don't even know how many years, but they basically amassed like a massive collection of property. You know, they lost all their colonies, and that's probably a big financial hit to them, but you know, that's mm -hmm. in the past. Now they, they own a ton of real estate, basically, all over England. And they own it, and it's, like, in a trust, and the money gets deposited into this trust, and it helps fund the treasury of England, and then they get, like, a stipend based off that. And then some of them also own private real estate holdings, and they're, like, you know, billionaires. Don't they have uh, also, like, an enormous collection of super valuable art? Art, jewels. It, I don't get the... It's weird that their people are so obsessed with them still. Like I think in England it's probably way worse than it is here, but there's like tons of people that are just fanatic about well, dude, their lives from, and stories. Coming from Canada, the Queen is on the Canadian money on all the bills. Yeah, I mean, isn't Australia and Canada they're still like protectorates? Like they're still kind of a part of the United I, Kingdom. I don't know what it's uh what it's called. Oh there. Is that some UK money? Yeah. Let's see. Damn, came back with pounds. These are like the Canadian bills. They're uh, got the plastic. Oh yeah. These can go through the washing machine and not get ruined, though. Let me see. I have yeah. a funny story. When, when the plastic bills first came out in Canada, there was a rumor Ten going pounds. around that you can't rip it. So a buddy of mine, he was at his girlfriend's place, and the dad had a hundred dollar brand new plastic Canadian bill, and he goes, "You can't rip these." And my friend goes, "He was a big jack guy." He goes, I think I bet you I could rip that. And the dad goes, No, you can't. He's like, Can I try? And he goes, Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just rips it right in half. And the dad was like, Oh You know what's funny about this? They've got like young Queen Elizabeth and like super old Queen Elizabeth. They got like forty year old her, and then they got however she lived to like two hundred years old, so probably two hundred year old version. Who's this? Does it say? It's in cursive. Ooh, Winston Churchill. I feel like he deserves to be on the money. Well, he was a raging alcoholic, wasn't he? Definitely. And a cigar addict. 
I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. <laughs> That's so British. <laughs> there you go, sir. Wow. Um, Is it him smoking the cigar? No, that'd be gangster, though. Look at him. He's so pissed. This guy. <laughs> you know that those bills stay in circulation like 10 times as long, though? So it actually saves the government a lot of money? Yeah, well, I mean, physical currency is going to go away. Yeah, it's sad, though. I have nothing to offer, but, yeah, I mean, how are you going to do cocaine in the future? <laughs> well, I just don't know if I want <laughs> I mean, Uncle Sam doing like... all of my, my purchases. Yeah, but, I mean, most of our currency is digital already. I mean, think about yeah. it. Like, there's not that many actual dollars in circulation compared to what's digital. That's right. Look at this. This guy's pissed. He's just so angry at the Nazis still. <laughs> those bastards. <laughs> He's just been stressed out for, like, seven years having to fight these guys. So, yeah, the story here is... I mean, it's silly. I, I feel almost ridiculous talking about it, but there's this whole thing in the news about Prince Harry married to Meghan Markle, and there's something right. about them having some weird distant relationship between the family, and I I, I don't really know the details. Do you know the details of this whole thing, well, like they, real details? They, uh, like, removed themselves from the British family, so they're not, like, they're not on the payroll anymore. It looks like they're on the payroll. Well, I don't know. She's a successful actress, and he – I don't know what he does. Uh, maybe just Netflix and books and stuff because they bought a pretty fat pad in California. Like, Did they? They got a sweet I'm house. sure he's not hurting for money, and maybe when he was with the – you know, when he was, was on the payroll, he was, you know, able to gain some assets and stuff. Like, like I'm sure he's – I don't know. After. But the whole idea that this is in the news is – it's like a weird soap opera that's yeah. playing out and like this guy's trying to like draw sympathy for himself that like he got in a fight with his brother and you know he went to war like I, this is to me it just reeks of privilege like at the highest level like you got born mm -hmm. into one of the wealthiest families in the world and now you decided to make a decision to leave and now you're talking to the press like why are you talking to the press and writing a book about your family keep that stuff private i know well maybe they got, he got paid a lot for this Oh, sh I'm sure he did. He got, they got a Netflix series, dude. Do they really? Yeah. What's it they, called? I don't... Uh, it just, just came out. I'm, do you know what it's called, George? Um, Harry and Megan. I already saw it. You Harry did? So, like, what's was the cliff notes? Yeah, it was good. Hello, friends. We wanted to remind you about our exclusive offer from Element for Hybrid Unlimited listeners. You can snag a free gift when you purchase your pack of Element over at www.drinkelement.com slash hybrid. That's www.drinklmnt.com slash hybrid. You can also find that link in the show notes or over on the podcast Instagram page. If you sweat, you need Element. It's the tastiest electrolyte supplement on the market, trusted by athletes at the highest level. We love it, and we know you will too. All right, back to the show. Really? Oh. But like, what? What's oh. the criticism that's like out there against them? Uh, them calling. Okay, so like, there would be like a picture of like Megan holding like her baby bump, and then Kate, which is William's wife, there would mm -hmm. be a picture of her holding her baby bump, and like, so like the newspapers and the tabloids would say like. For Kate, oh, what a graceful mother. She's she's holding like her baby bump. And then for Megan, the exact same picture, they would criticize Megan. It's like, oh, look at her 
coddling her child. Really <laughs> a horrible mother. What did they? So oh my did they God. just not like her because she was American? Is that the idea? Because like why the whole like the queen and the family had a problem with Meghan Markle or whatever her last name is, right? It's uh, it's like they don't really have much input to they have they have like subtle input into what goes into like the tabloids but the people that have the most input is like the their their advisors actually give okay. leaks to the media and they uh, do they act in their own interest i see to think what would benefit the establishment but it's not like the royal heads themselves got it say all right tell them tell the tabloids to say this to Megan. it's more yeah. so like they let their advisors do that and they're kind of just like wait okay so that yeah okay so like the queen is like just the talking head yeah. and then was was and then the advisors are the ones that are really calling the shots i mean to be expected especially with the queen how old was she 90 something yeah you think she's out there like actively devising a plan 90 something that woman was probably still like racist and like you know probably like all those dude she probably had a very old worldy point of view she probably only cared about the corgis and that was it was like when's tea where's my dogs i'm sick i mean you imagine being the reigning monarch of that country having to dress up all the time and be in public like man i i can imagine at some point you're just so uh want to be away from all that Dude, the whole thing is so theatrical and ridiculous though like the way that they would dress the way that yeah. nobody dresses and like in the in like those crazy gowns she would wear i mean let's be honest cost a, million a lot of government each. is like that i mean a lot of governments like that i mean even like if you look at the kind of the ridiculous stuff of the u.s presidency and congress and the senate and stuff why can't oh, megan so keep her hands off her bump huh? experts tackle the question that has the nation talking wow what look at the comparison same news outlet and then on the one side there, yeah, they're they're celebrating. Is it Kate Middleton? Yeah, Kate Middleton. They're <laughs> celebrating her. Well, let's see. Not long to go. Pregnant Kate tenderly cradles her baby bump while wrapping up her royal duties ahead Dude, of what? maternity leave. And William confirms she's due any minute now. And then the one about Meghan Markle is, why can't Meghan keep her hands off her baby bump? experts tackle the question that has got the nation talking is it pride vanity acting or a new age bonding technique question experts is there baby bump experts we can also look at, look at the comparison like a new age so they're either saying like she's a weirdo hippie it's some new age bonding technique or like she's just a bad person <laughs> she's probably just like <laughs> bloated and she's found like i'm i've never been pregnant so like if there's somebody that has please correct me but it seems like a convenient place and also like whoa cool i'm growing this thing inside of me like i'm gonna feel it i'd rest why so is there somebody yeah why is there so many questions about that like people do that all the time you ever seen a pregnant woman that's just <laughs> kind of a natural thing it, <laughs> what's this next this one? is just to sell this is just to sell stuff kate's morning sickness cure prince william gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess gifted gifted with an avocado it must be like a special avocado <laughs> and then the other one megan markle's beloved avocado beloved. linked to human rights abuse <laughs> and drought millennial shame oh my god kate and wills <sighs> inc 
Duke and Duchess secretly set up companies to protect their brand, just like the Beckhams. Oh, how endearing. Oh, a God. right royal cash This hurts in. my brain. How Prince Harry and Meghan Markle trademarked over 100 items from hoodies to socks, six months in all caps, before a split with the monarchy. Uh, with new empire worth 400 million euros. Oh, see, they're doing fine. Pounds. Or pounds. Better exchange rate. Yeah. If you move into America, definitely want the pounds. Oh, my God. All right. You know what? Yeah, we get it. We get yeah, that. This is, this is, this is going <laughs> to be. But that's. Uh, it's unbelievable. Dictatorial bride. Are you mm, musty 15? Yeah, they're probably all musty. They're 600 years old. Are you kidding me? Jesus. This is so ridiculous. Like, the fact that anybody even has time. I don't even. We're just talking about this because we're we're going through the variety hour and tasting pizza. You know what? This is this is well, our wind down for the day. It's funny to tap into, but right. like to actually follow these stories with any sort of care or to for to to have outrage evoked from you by crazy. something like this. So like, crazy. Like who is the person going on the internet being like screw Meghan Markle and like Dude, probably a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people in the UK invested in this stuff. I just knew her as the girl from Suits. You remember that show? No. Oh, it's on uh, Netflix. Oh, I've heard of it. I just never watched it. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know. I'm... It was a good show. It just got so repetitive that, like, you knew exactly what was going to happen. It's like they're a law firm. Oh. And uh, this one guy, Harvey, who's like the main lawyer, it always looks like they're never going to get out of the situation. Then Harvey finds a legal loophole. Oh, my God. So it's like house. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Right. But like the law edition. <laughs> and she's the paralegal that really wants to become a lawyer, but she's struggling with... I bet she can go to law school now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she does end up doing it in the show, too. Uh, all right. Well, British royal family, get your act together and stop doing this in public because it's embarrassing. We, we That's have, my comment. Yeah. There's Well, there's more on that. Well, you want to try the next pizza, though? Yeah, please. All right. Where are we going here? That is Zazie's. This is right on the main strip of Wynwood. Okay. Right near Panther Coffee. Whoa. Whoa. Now that's a good looking pie. All right. So we got four pieces of basil. We've got a big pizza. This is beautiful. Yeah. It looks beautiful. The crust looks good. I'm going to say this one looks the most beautiful from an aerial point of view. Definitely uh, presentation points. Big, thick, bubbly crust. Right. Looks crunchy. It does. You want in? Caesar? I was going to say Caesar too for some reason. You want the basil piece? Yeah. All right. I'm going no basil. Yeah, I want no basil as well. All right. Flop. Lots of flop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saucy. I think the sauce to cheese ratio on this one. It's right down the middle of the other two. Yeah. It's nice. All right, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. That crust is... That is a tasty crust. Not too crunchy. Not too chewy, because the other one was a little too chewy for you. Mm-hmm. It's got a good ratio of crunch to chew. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to boost this one up, man. I'm going 4.6. This is good. Point six. Have fun editing the point six <laughs> of the pizza in. Huh. I was gonna say that, but 
man. All right. If you get one of those uh, those red spots where it's yeah. extra concentrated tomato, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna eat the whole piece. This is great. This is good. I'm gonna give this one a four point five. Mm. Which will make that'll make it. That's pretty high. It's not, pretty not high a lot of wiggle room if if one's better than that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And I love that one. This is right here in the in the neighborhood. You know, I could solidly recommend this to anybody. I used to think 11th Street was better, but I'm changing my mind. This is is this does Dave Portnoy rated this one? I don't know. We should recommend it though, Dave. I know you're listening. <laughs> Hit up Zazzy's. It's two minutes from your house, dude. Mm. Yeah, didn't you drive by his house the other day? You said. I mean, I know the neighborhood he lives in. I just take my dogs to that park. Mm. Great park, by the way. Morningside Park. You guys ever been there? Is it on the water? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. It's like nobody knows about it. It's t- totally quiet all the time. What's the one right over by uh, uh, in Edgewater? Is that Margaret Pace? Yeah. No, it's mm, actually I don't know the name of it, but let's call it Edgewater Park. Uh, that place is fucking wild. <laughs> if you want to see a dog fight, just oh go hang out there for a while. The worst behaved dogs in Miami go to that dog park. Hundred percent. I used to take them all the time to that one. The place is horrible. I know. It's brutal. And there's just like the weird mix of people. There's a ton of homeless people, but also a ton of like Edgewater people. And that's a lot of money there. Yeah. And it's a beautiful park. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it's like, on the water. The if best you wanna, views in Miami. If you want the highest percentage chance of seeing a manatee, mm-hmm. you go there and you just stand on, on the shore for like. 20 minutes, you're almost guaranteed to see a Oh, uh, they're cruising, baby. They're right <laughs> off the coast. Especially in the morning. Mm-hmm. In the morning, they're there all the time. Um, uh, but the, you know what's the downside with that park other than the dog fights? <laughs> Is um, in the summer, there's no shelter. So you take your dog there. Mm-hmm. Their like, perceived rate of exertion is like a 10 when they've been there for five minutes. They stop running around because they're exhausted from the heat. But then they get back in the air-conditioned car for two minutes, and they burned no energy. Yeah. They're right so, back at it. Right back at it. Um, and you know, the other thing, this is something that I saw there that I have not seen at any other dog park. Hmm. People would come, drop their dog off in the dog park, just trust it's going to be fine, and leave. And I don't know where they went. I never stuck around long enough to like see one come back. But it's like, are you just like living across the street? And you uh, go back up to your apartment. And that's just how those $10,000 Frenchies or... get nabbed. Yeah, you can't be. You see a lot those, of those, uh, like those videos online. Are not so like disturbing. a Riley type Frenchie, but like the really bougie ones with all the, the coloring. The and, Merrill. I don't know. The ones that have like all the different, yeah. the different patterns. Yeah, yeah that's just crazy. look absolutely inbred. <laughs> you could tell they just got like, because you see the person with it and you're like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> They're like legitimately $10,000 dogs. Yeah, you know what? You know the dog that you can actually pay more money than that for is the little bully pets here, like the ones Geo sells. Mm-hmm. Someone offered him sixty grand for one of his dogs. Did he say yes? Because it was their family dog. It was one that they weren't using for breeding. Oh, okay, okay. It's actually a really sad story. I remember it. Died. It died yeah. shortly after that. Just oh, weird health complications. They're sweet people. Those dogs. I miss them. I wish they would move back. They're I miss great. Diana. Geo still uh, cleans the gym. I know, but Diana doesn't come. I know. Shout out to them if they're listening. Good All people. right, George. Yeah, what's your rating? I mean, you you went for the whole pizza. Four point twenty. <laughs> Four point twenty. Uh, we don't condone the use of drugs, mm. George. So if that's a drug reference, then 
I'm very disappointed in you. He did Marijuana, six, marijuana is illegal. He did 69 on the last one and 420 on this one. This guy's out of control. Degeneracy. We don't condone that here. This is no. good. This is the best one so far. Yeah, that was great. All right. So up next on our news countdown, what do we have uh, in terms of? Well, it's, it was along the same vein. Sorry. It was along the same vein as the uh, royal family stuff. Um, that uh, Prince Harry like wrote that book or whatever. And he detailed a lot of things that were either personal or really intense like this one where he claimed that he killed 25 people uh, in Afghanistan. And since then, I believe the Taliban has demanded sorry, has demanded that he be arrested for war crimes. Yes, the Taliban, the ones that just forbade all women from gaining <laughs> yeah. any sort of education in the country. Yeah, I don't believe that they are in a position to demand that, but. Harry says, he, Harry says he killed more than two dozen Taliban militants while serving as an Apache helicopter pilot, uh, co-pilot gunner in Afghanistan in 2012 to 2013. So he went to war basically to play Call of Duty from a helicopter. But, and, I, but now he's complaining about it or he's just talking about it. I don't understand. Aren't those like, isn't that really dangerous? You're kind of a sitting duck in a helicopter. I mean, I would imagine... In a war zone, yeah, it's because I mean helicopters are kind of fragile, you know, just in terms of their ability to stay in the sky. You know, you like you got a lot of moving bits and rotors, and the kind of physics of it staying up there are pretty precarious. So in a war zone, like obviously he was in a safe one because he'd never, you know, got shot down. But. Is it, this is the Taliban response? Mr. Harry, the ones you killed were not chess pieces. They were humans. They had families who were waiting for the return. Prominent Taliban member Anus, <laughs> Anus Hackney wrote Friday on Twitter. The Taliban has Twitter. How oh. the hell did Andrew Tate get kicked off of Twitter, but the Taliban can that just... That was a big point of contention, dude. That People said that about Trump. They're like, how did Trump get kicked that off and too. then Taliban has a Twitter? How does anybody get kicked off if the Taliban is allowed to have Twitter? They seem to be one of the more egregious violators of human rights on the planet. And, you know, this is... All right, I'm going to go on an aside here and kind uh, of make a statement about something about the Middle East, which I find to be very disturbing, mm -hmm. uh, that people confuse like normal and this happened a lot in america like after 9 11 people would confuse people that were of the islamic faith with extremists. terrorists and extremists and you know just being islamic is there was like kind of dangerous here people would target them you know it happened to jews too but yeah for a long period of time and i think still to this day there's a lot of racism against people in the middle east based on the perception of like terrorism and stuff like that and i think if you were to ask and i have and that's how i kind of formed this opinion people in normal countries that are of the Islamic faith. Like I've been to Turkey a lot and I've been to other countries in the Middle East. And like, they look at countries like Afghanistan as like the rednecks of that whole region. Oh, really? Well, I mean, think about it, right? Like this is, uh, Afghanistan is a mostly tribal country. They don't have a lot of education. They're incredibly dirt poor. And for the last- It's not quite Dubai. 50 years, they've basically just been invaded by one country or another. And then in between that, they've been under the rule of the Taliban. So the Soviets spent a decade there trying to crush them. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. You know, basically we funded an insurgency that, you know, ended up turning in part into Al Qaeda. And then the Taliban came to power and it was just a lawless thing. And people don't realize like after 
that when the U.S. government invaded and, you know, whether you agree with that or disagree with that, you know, it happened. Mm -hmm. But it's a very tribal area. And it's not like there is a cohesive, like, Afghani identity. Because I think a lot of people in that region identify by, like, tribal identities. So, like, back then, if you were able to speak some of these tribal languages and some of the border languages, like, it's not like they speak, you know, uh, one language there. It's not like they speak Arabic. No, it's like a mixture of all sorts of different languages and different tribes. And it's very rural. And it's unfortunate because... Everywhere I've been in the Middle East, this is absolutely beautiful and the people are wonderful. And like, I, I can never imagine meeting somebody of the Islamic faith and having a bad experience. And it was really sad to me. How... It's just like any other religion, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're just... all generally okay unless you are an extremist with them, right? Like any of the mainstream ones. Sure. And there specifically, it's like, I feel bad for the people there because they've just been ruled by just one horrible regime after another, after Mm -hmm. another, after another. I mean, you know, Soviets tried to kill them for a decade. You know, U.S. was at war with them forever and it was a lot of violence. And now they have the Taliban back and it's just it's just horrible, man. Like I and just under a constant state of war. Yeah, but that gives the country no opportunity to develop. You know, and then they have like their one of their big exports is poppies. So like you have the Taliban controlling drug exports and it's like mm. it's it sucks for the people. And that's what gets lost in like these ridiculous headlines and war. And like there's a lot of people that are probably just trying to live their lives, you know, and then they're now they're their female population can't get educated. So that's I mean, imagine what that's going to do to the future of the country that there's going to be a lack of education you know, for the next 20 years. Yeah, that's then, insane. I was listening to one, uh, it was like, I wasn't listening to, sorry, I read it online. It was uh, an article where they were talking about that, where they banned like all women from going to school. And they were speaking specifically about this one woman to sort of put, you know, a face to the name and make it real. And this poor woman had been in med school. She was in her last year of med oh school. My God. She's used so much of her life to get to this point to be a doctor she's almost there and then they just go eh, no more yeah. education and she's like what do i do with my life now you know yeah and it's not like especially if you're at med school it's like you can't just go cross the border or seek asylum and then pick up where you left off because like no. your education is totally different like they're probably schooling for medicine is totally different so yeah though so there's there's some horrible. countries right where they accept and let you do like some sort of that's pretty rare though test right it's like, like imagine you I know came from a... the uk right like you I, I just know that, like, if you were to come here to the U.S. and you were a practicing doctor, like, you see this a lot here. South American doctors will come here and they were practicing doctors in their own country and then they come here and then they're just like, obviously, they're much better off here, but then they're not able to practice medicine because they can't transfer that license. The accreditation doesn't make sense, but they could do everything just the same. Yeah, you uh, you see that a lot. Like, my dad is, uh, he always wants to know what everyone's story is. So whenever he's in town, if we take an Uber, he always asks that like them where they're from and you know what their story is. And in just like the short periods of time he's been here over the years, dude, lawyers, doctors, mm-hmm. like accountants. You the girl that cleans our house, Evelyn. She was a lawyer in Venezuela. Wow. Like, and she's here. I, I mean, it's and cleaning houses. Like, she's brilliant. She's a fucking lawyer, and like. Obviously, they have to escape because of the situation there for a lot of people. And a lot yeah. of those countries is really bad. I mean, 
Cuban people too. Well, you see there's tons of Cuban people coming here and they're even coming faster and faster. Now you see this in the news recently. Mm-hmm. There's more and more of these people landing. And like when I, when I went to Cuba a couple years ago, we did like a homestay and the girl, the woman that we stayed with was a neurologist at the hospital. She told us that she makes more money with people coming to stay in her home. We paid her like 300 us dollars for like three or four or four, maybe four nights there. She said she makes more money doing that regularly than working as a neurologist, like as a neurologist. It's crazy. <sighs> I believe it though. Yes. Yeah, uh, State of the world, man. It's terrible. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, don't judge any group of people by like, news yeah. headlines. Like it's just, especially the stuff that's happened here in the U S like it's, it's just so complicated. Yeah. Especially with this kind of stuff. Cause like now it's in the news and you know, back and forth and there's controversy over what happened in Afghanistan. It's like, Reality is, there's a lot of people caught in the middle. I know we've talked about this before. I don't know if it's been here, but like you know, Israel Palestine, like you know, that's a very tough thing. And oh, yeah. my heart always goes out to like the people on both sides that are like just trying to live, and it's like they're just caught in the middle of this this squabble between governments that everybody becomes a pawn in. I know, it's terrible. It's uh, what was that one article you had up, George? Uh, where the Taliban is asking for peace in. Ukraine, Russia. Yeah. Like, are they trying to legitimize themselves as like a governmental body or something? It's like, what are you talking about? Peace. Islamic Emirate calls for restraint by both parties. Oh, yes. They're concerned about civilian casualties all of a sudden. Like, since when? Right about when they made that statement, I think. <laughs> it's weird, right? It almost seems like they're trying to be like, oh, yeah, we're like, you know, we're a real political party as well. They're like that annoying kid at the party that's always trying to, like, act like they know what they're talking about. And everybody's just, like, <laughs> ignoring them. Like, get all of this fucking guy. Yeah, I had a guy on, on uh, my hockey team one time who was like that. And no matter what you said, he pretended he knew what you were talking about. So we would troll him all the time. One time I told him that I tried this new thing at uh, the CN Tower. You know the CN Tower. For those who don't know, it was at one time the largest uh, freestanding building in the world. But I told him that I did this new experience where you could bungee jump off the top of it. (laughs) And he legitimately said, oh, I heard about that. And then I said, no, you didn't. Because I just made it up right now. <laughs> and that was the final time. Because we all knew that he was doing that. Yeah. And nobody ever called him on it. And then I finally did it's it. Just trying to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a jackass. It was, it was too much, though. Yeah. It was too much. Don't be he a would do it about ridiculous things. Oh, God. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, this, this is a famous transplant, by the way. You yeah. guys know that? Yeah. So it's a New York pizza joint, right? It even says right there the Greenwich Village Institution. So when I was in New York couple times ago i went out to dinner with uh alex and brandon uh-huh. and we went to this like really fancy omakase spot you know it's like 200 bucks a person type thing and uh-huh. you get the hand delivered sushi and it was delicious but like we probably drank more sake than actual volume of food during the <laughs> meal and then by the time we left i was hungrier than when we got in there because you just don't get much food so we're like all right we're taking the train going to joe's right so we go down all the way down south, go to Joe's, and it's just a fucking madhouse. I saw a woman try to fight a child in front of us. I saw, (laughs) we were standing outside eating the pizza, like, we're all kind of drunk, kind of stoned, too. And, like, we're just standing outside with this pizza. It was amazing. It was, like, the best tasting thing ever when you're 
you know, you got a little, little sake in you, you know, <laughs> we stand outside and it was like, it was just the most New York thing ever. Right. So we're looking, we're in the pizza joint in line. This woman comes in, she just starts yelling and trying to fight this kid. I mean, a kid goes in to like try and how old of a kid, you know, he's like 10 or 12. He was in there oh, just like trying to sell like M&Ms kid. and stuff. Like he was one of those kids oh, that was yeah. walking around with bags of peanut M&Ms. Like me play football this year. Right. right, right. So he was in there and somehow she was trying to fight him. Like people were having to like hold on to her and throw her out. And then we're outside and we're like, okay, that's nuts. And there's all sorts, you know, it's New York, right? You're on the street of, you know, New York. And uh, I don't remember which one we went to. I don't know if it was the one in Greenwich Village. I'll have to go back and look. But like, <laughs> then, then we look to our right and there's like an Uber stopped in the middle of the road waiting. There's like a black car Uber, big SUV type thing waiting for the like. And there's like a, a series of women coming out of this uh, apartment. One by one by one, slowly trickling out to get into the Uber, right? They're going out to party, whatever. Lo and behold, an ambulance is trying to get by, full lights and sirens, and the Uber is just planted, waiting for these girls. Oh it's like God. for five minutes, and like the girls are just kind of like, oh, okay, they're just kind of walking into the Uber very slowly, didn't give a shit, didn't tell the guy like, Dude. okay, like. Just Some come around the been block. in the back of that thing with a having a heart attack. Like in the full horns, full horns, every like you know, just everybody oh was aware God. that this was a bad decision, and the girls were just very slowly sauntering into the Uber, and it took them five minutes to get in, and then when they Holy. were in, the Uber left, and then the fire, the uh, ambulance could get by. Wow! Alst, all whilst <laughs> enjoying Joe's for the first time. Wow! So Brings th- back memories. There's a, there's a bit of history and nostalgia to this, huh? <laughs> it was great pizza. It was a bizarre situation to have to eat it in. Yeah. I mean, stories are always good. Let's see what this is all about. That oh, wow. That's a good wow. looking one. That's a good looking pie. I got a little a little too big for the box. They had to fold it. Mm. But um, I'm going to take at least 0.1 points off just for that. That's sloppy. <laughs> for presentation. Hold on. Should we fix it? That, that side's basically a calzone now. And it's got this thing. Oh, that's clutch. Is it? Yeah. that's You know what that's for, right? No. It's so the, the top me. of the pizza box, if you stack them, oh. it doesn't get squished down into the All right. The pie. It's got that point back. That point, one point. All right, George. You got to get it. It's on. a support structure. All right. That's smart. I thought it was some aesthetic reason. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. That's pretty good. It's a solid piece. In terms of flop. No flop. Oh, we show the the whole piece. And look at that. It's got nice like it's got nice like coloring on the backside. So that's potential. I like the sauce. George, you're not a fan? Immediately George is upset about this. Hmm. Not bad. It's a pizza. That's all I can say. I actually like this one a lot. Mm. Really? It's a little a little too hard to tear that yeah. crust. Mm. But the flavor's there. I'm going to disagree. Really? Is the Joe's in New York better? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, they say there's something in the water, right? With New York pizza that makes it... I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in New York? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know what's in the water. <laughs> But that's their claim. That's why they say their bagels are so good. And their uh What could be in the water there that's good? Those pipes have been around for two hundred years. And they have a rat problem. 
mega rat problem. <laughs> Have you ever watched Godzilla? I think flocks straight to New York City. It's not flocking there for the scenery. I'm going solid know. three. Wow. I'm sorry to say, and I got a lot of love for Joe's, but this one, solid three. I think I would have gone four if it weren't for the crust. I think I'm going to give this a, a three and a half. A three and a half. Solid, solid piece. It's not bad. It's, you know what? It's the type of food you want after you go have a bunch of drinks. How do you feel about it compared to the Mr. one? Better. But that Mr. O One pizza was not their 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 top tier pizza. You know they've got a lot of top That's tier true. pizzas. This that wasn't it. You know what? Actually, I think I rated Mr. O One a three, so I think it's unfair to give this a three and a half. I think I have to go three on this one as well. Wow. Yeah, we're on, we're in agreement, George. Ooh, a one point twenty five. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That's like DiGiorno, Papa John's stuff. <laughs> no, DiGiorno's Oh, George this is better? worse. All right. Well, then we're going to have to go back there in person. Do you guys have Delicio in the States? Mm. In Canada, we had, it was like a competitor. Like, it's not delivery. It's Delicio. That's DiGiorno here. Mm. That was the exact same tagline they used for DiGiorno. I think we had both. Or maybe I'm, maybe I'm confusing the, the for two. DiGiorno. Okay. There were two. Right. Pull them up. Let's see what, say it's not, just type it's not delivery and see what comes up. It's. Oh, my God. Look at that. Delicio. See? Yeah, no, no, but look, it's a craft pizza. What's but it's also, oh, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Unless you live in Canada, then it's still not delivery, it's Delicio. Oh, oh, so it is. Oh, it's the same thing. Okay, yeah. We, I wonder if they had like a focus group and Why is Delicio that? hit better in Canada. And DiGiorno, well, like in Italian, DiGiorno is like of the day. Like and delicio, I, it's just delicious, I, I, made to I, sound I, Italian. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I'm a little. My Italian's a little rusty, but see if can you see if delicio is actually a real word? Oh my God, they bring in a billion dollars a year in revenue off that pizza. Wow, God. But what? How you have to cook it yourself? It's brilliant. <laughs> It's like getting a, a delivery pizza, except for you have to go pick it up and then cook it. Delicio. Omission. No. <laughs> Come on. No, it's Italian. You got to translate it from Italian. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's made up. It's nonsense. They're bastardizing my people. Yeah, that's uh, that's sad. I don't. Oh, that's so weird. I wonder why they changed it. So they took an Italian word, Italian words for the american version and then they took a fake, a word. fake word for canada <laughs> they just said ah this sounds they're like these people are fucking morons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this dummies. sounds italian these dummies will love it morons. all right so recapping who's the winner the winner was zazzy's believe it's it or not be. beat out the new york pie beat zazzy's out... was good that was solid i might have another piece actually before we go home oh definitely yeah that was uh this is gonna feed my whole family <laughs> What came, what came second? So we had Zazzy's, then 11th Street. Yeah. Then East Side. So Zazzy's then, East Side. Oh. 11th Street, Joe's, Mr. 01. All right. There we'll you have, have to it. that out. There you have this it. This is your definitive guide to five different pizza joints in Miami. And I'm just telling you, these are not my favorite. None of these comprise my favorite two. Mm. 
So I'm just going to put them out here. Maybe we could throw up some graphics for everybody to see. Number one is a place called O Munacielo. It's a place oh, up yeah, on like that. 60th Street. You got to eat that one fresh, though. So I'm glad we didn't do it here because we would have butchered it. Little uh, Florentine pizza joint. Guys are straight out of Italy. Super oh, like good. That. We'll get that maybe next time. And the next one, these two are neck and neck, is this place I just found on the beach. It's a Roman place, mm. like Roman style. So they've cut it up in squares. You can actually, and the brilliant thing is you can go there. You can get it by the square, by the pound. So like if you want like a quarter pound, you want a half pound, you can try all the different pizzas and they heat them up for you. They bring it to you. Wow. I, I have not gotten so much feedback on an Instagram uh, story that I've posted in forever. Like a lot of people knew what it was or just, just want to know what it was. Right. I had people from everywhere wanted to know uh. what it was. I like my cousin who's in Florida right now, back from Prague, and she's coming to hang out with us like in a week. She's like, oh, my God, we got to go there. <laughs> you got Also, I'll throw out my favorite one. It was, wasn't was open today, like I said earlier, but Miami Slice. That one, I think, is... We'll do a follow-up. It's won all sorts of awards. It used to just be a pop-up place, and now yeah. it's got this little... It's a pizza bar. You go sit at the bar. Oh, good. They make it all in front yeah. of you. It's really cool. We'll do a follow-up and actually uh, plan the logistics of the heating a little bit better. i feel like we did a good job with this today but uh guys whoever's listening uh we got a really interesting guest coming on next uh we're gonna be recording with him in a few days uh our friend uh we talked about him recently with liver king stuff zach talander he's we've known him forever yeah he was in the more plates more dates yeah yeah. uh video bit but he helped do the entire thing he's a brilliant dude and uh we're gonna be sitting down with him in a couple days so that podcast can drop what like a week after this yeah, not this Thursday, but well, yeah, not Next Thursday. this Thursday, but the following Thursday. Yeah, hot off because this one's dropping this Thursday. All right. <laughs> All so, right. Uh, guys, uh, we have a definitive guide to five different pizza joints here in Miami that are very good. And tune in next time for our friend Zach Talander. That's going to be a really interesting episode. We'll actually sit down and talk with him a little bit more seriously. The last few have been like current yeah, events. I have a lot but, of questions for him with everything that's been going on. I know, and maybe we can. We can like pluck some stuff out that hasn't been talked about already. Oh yeah, which will be cool. We'll do our best. Oh yeah, you know I'm man for the job. <laughs> I think the, the Larry David. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, folks. <laughs>